With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Full Press Packers Pod, part of Full Press Coverage. My name is Kyle Senra. Joining me is my co-host, Jesse Hall. Jesse, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Happy Monday. Uh, rookie camp is in the books. Actually, it's not that exciting, but I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, I guess we can we can touch on some rookie minicamp news. Um, but also join us, I suppose I could say my other co-host from the Full Press Fantasy Pod, Brad Harvin, uh, someone we've had on the podcast before. Brad, glad to have you back. Yeah, happy to be here, Kyle and uh, Jesse. Uh, looking forward to uh, go over some of these uh, topics we have here. So uh, yeah, should be a, should be a fun little uh, podcast here. So Jesse, we'll start with just we'll start with minicamp. Actually, what, what are there any big takeaways? Part of me thinks that you know maybe we'll talk about this later. Might be a few little overreactions to things that happen in minicamp. It's really just the infancy stages for these players getting into the system. But is there any takeaways you you gathered from? what's been happening uh rookie camp yeah so you know it's not much going on so the few little blurbs is hey Amar- amari rogers looks great he looks like a running back that's gonna play receiver tj uh, uh sheldon is gonna he's a huge dude on the line that's gonna be a beast that moves really well and Outside of that, it's just, it is what it is, right? You know, hey, we signed some quarterbacks. Ooh, wow, right? Uh, rookie quarterbacks are undrafted guys. But yeah, there's, wait for two weeks when we actually have OTAs. All right, and that's the news. No, well, actually, there is more news in a bit. But uh, just, you know, the draft has happened. And, you know, everything about every team you know, will be their first move, right? And for the Packers, it was Eric Stokes. We've talked about it a bit before. 
Uh, Brad, I know you like rookies a lot, and you mentioned you love this time of year in drafting. So specifically for the Packers, what did you think of their first-round pick of Eric Stokes? Uh, I, I mean, I, I like it. If they were going cornerback, I, I imagine that they had their eye on Newsom. Um, probably were a little bit uh, heartbreaking when uh, he went to the went to the Browns. I guess it was like two or three picks ahead of him. Uh, I mean, he's he comes in. He he's got a nice little resume. Uh, certainly did a lot of good things at Georgia. Um, great competition that he uh, went against, where he was kind of up and down. Uh, not necessarily really dynamic in many ways on the field. Uh, he, he does run a, a, a sub four, three 40, apparently. Uh, I guess he uh, ran like a four, two, five, a couple times. That wasn't a, I guess, quote unquote official. And then uh, ran like a four, two, nine. But uh, I mean, he, I think he, I think he's, he's a little bit of a project, which I know you don't want to hear being a first rounder. Um, I think he, I think he needs some work on his, uh, on his footwork, a um, little bit of his t- uh, technique. Uh, he, he's not going to be a quarterback uh, corner. That's going to go up and uh, lay the wood to a running back, uh, you know, coming, coming off the edge uh, on a sweep or, a, you know, off tackle play, something like that. But uh, he, he does provide a lot of speed. And when he gets the ball in his hands, he makes good things happen. I mean, uh, he had four, four picks uh, last season, uh, for Georgia, and uh, two of them uh, went back for touchdowns, uh, one against uh, Florida, one against uh, Missouri, I believe. So, uh, I mean, but, I mean, he went against the best in, in the SEC. He went against, um, you know, Jamar Chase, who was a top 10 pick. He went against uh, um, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith at Alabama. The year before that, he went against uh, Jerry Judy and uh, and Ruggs at Alabama. Wow, you know, they're just uh, – just loaded with talent there. But, uh, I mean, I, I think if he comes in there and you guys would probably know a little bit more than I would, you know, if there's someone there that can, uh, you know, kind of mentor him or, you know, I, I'm not sure of the, of your uh, defensive back coach, how you guys feel about him, um, you know, development wise. But I, I think as, as far as speed and raw capability, he needs to get in the weight room. Uh, doesn't, you know, not, I don't want him to shy away from contact at the, uh, at the point, but he, but he does have some good recovery speed. One thing they do preach at Georgia is to uh, not get beat by the nine. So not, don't get beat by the, by the, you know, by the deep ball. And uh, he definitely has the uh, recovery speed to, uh, to not let that happen. So, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a good pick. I mean, I think he kind of fell, you know, kind of where a lot of people thought, you know, late first um, middle to early second, something like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's, I think he's going to be a good, uh, good asset for you guys. It, it might take a, might take a year or two. Uh, one thing he will bring to the table, I think is, uh, immediately is as a gunner on special teams or, you know, uh, punt coverage, something like that. I mean, they're, they're going to find a way to utilize his speed. And that is uh, certainly way, one way to do that. And we know the Packers special team needs work. <laughs> Oh God! Did we even have to go there? Yeah. <laughs> did it? Did I open a sore subject? Sorry about that, guys. Uh, there, there's there's worse subjects to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's open. It's open like the Packers special teams uh, coverages. Sorry. Okay, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Yeah, that's twice. Just like last year, two return touchdowns. Uh oh. Uh, in terms of mentor, I mean, I don't know, Jesse. I don't know if you want to say this. Jair Alexander seems like a good mentor, right? Not even that Jerry Gray from around the league, like Jerry Gray is a secondary coach and a DB coach. I okay. dude, 
he, he's done wonders. Like th- this guy is going to be uh, a defensive coordinator and maybe head coach someday. He he's awesome. Um, and I've never heard of even Tremont Williams said Tremont at 37, 38 years old said, I was still learning things when this man came in the building. So that's amazing. So yeah. Um, Eric Stokes, the seal, he's just trending up. Everything you said, Brad is right. Sure. Hey, is he a little grabby? Does he need a little bit of work? Yeah, probably. But all the tools are there. He's fast. He's big. He can move. His change of direction is nice. And the thing that I like too, he was a leader. He was a captain. He was one of those guys, SEC, you're playing all these good teams. You're playing all these good receivers. This guy was a captain. That that means something to me. And I think that means something to Green Bay too. So is he ready day one? Is he going to be a stud day one? Maybe not, but I think he can flash. I think he can help out. And then, you know, by midseason, if he can beat out King, great. If he can't and they can compete, that's cool too. So the second the pick came in, I, I wasn't the most excited guy, but I, I warmed up to it. So I'm not against it now. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, I think, uh, I, like I mentioned, uh, he, he does have the tools. Uh, and I, I think that's great that uh, he has, uh, you know, a, a coach up there who can, you know, it, coming from Georgia, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, top, top of the line facilities, top of the line coaches. I mean, it should be a nice little easy transition, uh, to an NFL team. And, and, and if he can uh, grasp on, you know, these next, uh, you know, obviously the next couple months are critical for him, just like they are for every single rookie. But I mean, uh, for, for some, for someone who needs to get, you know, a little bit of polish before the season starts. I mean, I, I think it's a great opportunity for him. Right. I agree. And then um, just listen to him talk too. like, he's like Jamal Williams, like this kid, he, he, he just shines when he speaks. Like it just makes you smile. Like this kid loves it. And maybe that doesn't matter. And maybe I'm just being a fanboy. whatever. I don't care. But when I see these guys excited to do anything like, Hey, it's rookie camp and he's happy to be there. I, I like it. <laughs> so I love the kid already. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a sense of urgency goes a long way for, for anybody, you know, just want, wanting to be there. Yeah. The guys that love football, like you love to see it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know how people felt about this, but we got a couple blasts from the past here to talk about today. One of them involving the Packers, so I'm not just going to take this episode just to rant for the sake of ranting. Well, I probably will anyway. Uh, but we're going to start with some, I guess, some, probably the most significant Packers news of the since the, at least since the last episode. The Packers have signed quarterback Blake Bortles. Now I know that, you know there's a bunch of reactions on Twitter. Uh, oh, well, now they don't have to worry about Aaron Rodgers. They got the greatest quarterback of all time, Blake Bortles. Uh, the fact that they both have the same amount of playoff wins since 2017 uh, that that's not that's not so fun either. Uh, actually, maybe fun for you, Brad, <laughs> as a Jags fan. Uh, it was our one blip in the radar? Yep. <laughs> hey, we have one... three number one quarterbacks. How about that? That's true. And, and isn't and wasn't Aaron Rodgers drafted the latest out of all three? Right. I believe so. Yep. 
Good old NFL. Got a uh, yeah. <laughs> it's such a great league. Uh, but okay. In all serious, well, Jesse, I'll ask you first. What do you make of the Bortles signing? I don't. I right now I don't. So listen. All I before you know they are Rogers thing the saga. You know I I'm not bleeding into it yet until after June. But I get it. Like you bring in Blake Bortles. You know you, he's worked with. S- some of these coaches and stuff like that, you bring them in just to bring them in. You didn't pay them a lot of money. You didn't do anything crazy. I'm not reading nothing into it right now. Um, If we get to July and we don't hear from Aaron Rodgers or if he's traded or not traded and doesn't show up, well, I will say something then, but right now I'm not saying much on it. I'll be honest. I, I think it actually speaks volumes, but not about Aaron Rodgers. I'm think this says more about Jordan love. This tells me, this tells me they still don't think he's quite ready because I'll be honest. Like we can, we can laugh at Blake Bortles all we want, but he's the best backup quarterback. If he is the backup quarterback this year, he's the best backup quarterback that certainly Aaron Rodgers has had. Cause I think he's the best backup quarterback. The Packers have had since Aaron Rodgers was Brett Favre's backup. It's a really low bar. I think we've talked about this before. We talked about this last year. You got Matt Flynn, Seneca Wallace, Deshaun Kaiser and he actually he was the only there for a training camp not even a season Tim Boyle like that's that's the, been the backup quarterbacks for the Packers the last few years oh uh Brett Hundley forgot about Brett Hundley I wanted to forget about Brett Hundley I think but yeah, I, I let's, uh, let's forget about that <laughs> uh, so if Blake Bortles is the backup that's an improvement on anything they've had since Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback and but I also think like you know the I've thought all along the plan for Jordan Love was he was going to start 2022. Right. I mean, you know, if he's not even ready to be the backup this year, though, maybe that maybe that timeline isn't so great. But I I, I could see Bortles making this team, to be honest. I, I think if, if they really feel lo- what they want from Love is to not play at all. Make sure, like, it's a fresh start week one, 2022. There's not a single chance he's playing. We just want him to learn. The best thing to do there is to get a, a veteran backup. And again, a better backup than you've had in well over a decade. So, I mean, I'm fine with, like, I didn't really want three quarterbacks, but this isn't Tim Boyle. Like, this is Blake Bortles. He's been to an AFC championship game. Like, this is a, this is a guy that's actually won in this league. He, he was inconsistent. But I'm fine with them keeping three quarterbacks if that means he's the backup. And if, if anything does happen to Rodgers, assuming he's the, the starter this season, and they don't want love going in, Bortles, I think, can lead this pretty stacked team that I would think is better than what the Jags had in 2017. Right. I mean, with Nathaniel Hackett, who he had down there in Jacksonville, got to the AFC championship game with, I think Brad would agree, we have more weapons than what that team had. That team had a great defense and that kind of carried the offense. Yeah, I, I, I'm i cool with it. Like, what's wrong with bringing in a vet that maybe you can kick the tires and he can get you through a hard time, right? And that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not making a big deal out of it because it's not a bad move. It's not a bad move. I honestly think it's a great move because I mean, there's no one out there that was worth it. That didn't go for tons of money. And there's quarterbacks making more money than him that are, aren't nearly as good as him. So I, I actually think it's a tremendous move maybe. And maybe I'm just really overrating it, but I, I, I love it actually. Uh, Brad. So you've obviously, you know, being in Jacksonville, you've seen Blake Bortles pretty up close. So what do you make of all this? I mean, it's, it's interesting to see the boat sail again. I mean, even even if it is up north. I mean, uh, what he did for Jacksonville. I mean, certainly a roller coaster ride. Uh, he was pretty much, 
you know, run out of town eventually. But I mean, as you know, Jesse mentioned, I mean, he was part of that 2017 uh, miracle run that was 10 minutes away from get to the Super Bowl. And uh, I mean, he, 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 he contributed a little bit um, towards that. I mean, not much against uh, Buffalo, but he, he was the leading rusher that game. Uh, I mean, he, uh, I mean, he's not going to go out and, you know, just, you know, light up a scoreboard or anything like that. But uh, I mean, he, he could, if, if he can, you know, maintain his, uh, turnovers, uh, hopefully, you know, if he were to ever have to get in there and try and, you know, bring, bring the Packers back or, you know, or, or even go out and try and win a game. He has that, that capability and that mindset, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, you can say that about everybody, but his turnovers are typically pretty bad. I mean, they, they turn into pick sixes. Uh, we've definitely seen plenty of uh, pick sixes down here in Jacksonville. Uh, there is that relationship with, uh, with Hackett. I mean, he, uh, he was, they were definitely together, you know, uh, three, four years uh, down here. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm sure there's, that familiarity and uh, I mean yeah I mean I and I, I gotta kind of agree with Kyle I mean I what you know what does this say about Jordan Love I mean uh, I mean I, I know typically you don't have uh, you know three quarterbacks on your roster I mean I know someone will go in the scout team or, or whatever the case may be but you know th- there's got to be a little bit of concern oh uh, you know going on in that franchise with that I mean not to mention uh, the uh, Aaron Rodgers saga but uh, but Jesse, I'm definitely with you as far as uh, holding off uh, any kind of or any speculation on that until you know a little bit more down the, down the road with the with the Rogers thing. But I mean Bortles, I mean he he's gonna give you what he's got. It's, it's not gonna be a pretty ball that he throws. Uh, he's gonna make some mistakes, but he he could also pick up some nice yardage uh, with, with his feet and and extend a drive. Uh, you know extend extend the play. He he does certainly have uh you know better weapons than he did uh down here in Jacksonville, not counting uh his uh one you know incredible year with uh Allen Robinson. Both of them had a great year, but granted the Jaguars I think were three and thirteen that year. So take that for <laughs> take that with uh you know what you want. But you know it, it, I I mean him going up there. I mean I there's a lot of he still has a lot of fans around here. They're very excited for him. I mean there was. Even talk about you know him possibly coming back here if we shipped off Minshew, which could still happen in the next uh, you know month or two. So yeah, I mean uh, why not? Hopefully he's uh, matured up a little bit. He liked to uh, uh, do some partying at the Jacksonville Beach bars uh, while he was here. Maybe he's a little older now. Um, and yeah, oh yeah, he he was uh, he's definitely uh, been uh, seen out and about. But uh, yeah, hopefully he's. Uh, you know, gotten that out of his system and, uh, you know, the opportunity to learn behind Aaron Rodgers, possibly. I mean, even if, you know, just for a year, if, uh, I mean, I don't know how much Rodgers is, uh, willing to, uh, to take him, but, 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 but just watching him, I mean, um, a few years ago, the Jaguars had a, one of those dual practices with the Patriots in the off season. And it's when, uh, Tom Coffin was still here and, uh, he, he encouraged Blake to, just, just watch Tom. Just w- watch what he does. See, see when he takes a water break. See when, you know, see how many reps he takes. See, see who he's talking to. You know, don't don't bother him. Just, just kind of watch, watch his progressions. And I mean, the the guy, you know, is a champion, and that's where you want to be. And uh, for, from what I hear, I mean, he he did that, but I mean, obviously, I guess it didn't rub off too much. But uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, different year, different time for uh for the boat. We'll see. 
Blake Bortles likes to party, and yet Teddy Bridgewater was the one who interviewed poorly in the pro day. Uh, NFL. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. You're telling on yourself, Jags. Sorry. Um, But anyway, yeah. well, actually, one thing you brought up, Brad, uh, with Bortles, his rushing ability. And behind the Packers' offensive line, I'm sure Matt LaFleur, if if that was was forced to to be the case, I'm sure he would have a lot of fun there, too, designing plays specifically for Bortles, running alongside Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Kylan Hill. Like, that's, you know, I I think it would morph into a run-heavy approach, but you've got a quarterback that can kind of make it make sense with Bortles. Definitely, yeah, and uh, I mean the other the other big thing with him is the guy's never hurt. He never really sat out a game because of an injury down here. Uh, I mean, tough as nails. He definitely definitely took his fair share of shots in his uh, five or six years that he was here. But uh, you know, big kid, strong kid, um, can can make some things happen with his feet. So yeah, I mean, uh, certainly behind behind that uh, offensive line and with those other guys around him, I mean. I think you could certainly draw up a few design runs, bootlegs, uh, anything like that to, you know, to kind of get him, you know, get get the flow going for him while he's on the field. Guys, Aaron Rodgers is still our quarterback. <laughs> understood. Understood. I know. I, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at this offense, so we're going to go two tight ends in tight. Devonte Adams on the outside, and then we're going to run the ball, right? That—that's everything you said. That—that's all we would have to do, right? I'm speaking more from if Rodgers gets hurt in season and they are forced to turn to Bortles. That's the mentality I'm thinking. Because again, I'm—I'm I'm kind of playing with the idea that he's the backup quarterback. That's—that's that's more what I'm saying. It fits. It fits. But then at the same time, we're not going to ask him to run because if we don't trust uh, Jordan Love now, we're not going to trust him then either. God, let. Oh my God, we're doing doomsday stuff right now. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, opposite of doomsday, or maybe not. It's TiVo time again in the NFL. Yeah, you can tell. You can already tell what I'm going to say just based on that. But um, uh, yeah, so Tim Tebow uh, signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars now as a tight end. So Brad down in Jacksonville, uh, let I want to hear your thoughts about all this. What do you think about TiVo time? Take two. Sure. That I mean, of course, it's you know just flooding the flooding the airways, flooding Twitter. I mean, my opinion is basically I I don't care. I mean, I I'm a I'm a huge uh, Gator fan of that. That's been brought up on a other podcast. I mean, I, I definitely appreciate everything he did for the University of Florida. You know, a couple national titles. I you know certainly cheering for him when he was with the Broncos. I mean, he he won a, a playoff game as well. He's got that on, on his resume and. But he, but he has been out for, for eight years. I mean, it's certainly, certainly advantageous that Urban Meyer's here. I don't think if uh, anywhere else that, if another coach was here, or possibly if Urban Meyer went somewhere else, because I mean T- Tebow lives here. I, I don't know if he would have you know hunted hunted down Meyer, but you know just the proximity. I mean, I think they're I think they're pretty much living in the same neighborhood now. I think uh he turned him on to his uh or he turned Meyer on to his realtor. I mean, I I don't I I think it's just really getting blown out of proportion. I mean, I, and I think a lot of it's because the Jaguars don't have that marquee name at, at a tight end. Uh I mean, there was so so many rumors uh in free agency. They were tied to Johnny Smith, they were tied to uh Hunter Henry. Of course, none of that never uh panned out but and i mean 
across the fan base, there's there's a lot of you know panic. What what, what we're going to do at tight end? I mean, sure they drafted drafted the kid from Ohio State, but he's more of a of a blocker really. They got the uh, got the big bruising tight end from uh, Carolina in free agency, but I I don't think they're I mean I don't think they're done at tight end yet. So no no need to panic. But I mean Tebow coming in. I mean I I don't uh, I don't know. I I don't really. I'm, there's certainly no excitement. There's absolutely zero expectation for me. If he were to make the team and, you know, contribute somehow, you know, kudos to him, hats off. I mean, I, I don't see it happening, you know, long-term by, you know, by any chance. I mean, I mean, apparently the guy is still in phenomenal shape. Uh, he certainly has the size for it. I'm not sure about the speed uh, anymore at uh, 33 years old, but I mean, it's just, it's really getting blown out of proportion in the national media, but I mean, that's what Tebow, Tebow's just, he's very polarizing. And I mean, uh, if some, when he's in the news and people are going to gravitate to it and they either love him or hate him. And I mean, I personally, I, I think it's pretty cool that Jacksonville has a spotlight on him. I mean, whether it's, uh, uh you know, Tebow or, or, uh, you know, drafting Travis Sinti in with the 25th pick. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. For once that uh, Jacksonville actually has a spotlight on what they decide to do with it, we'll see. But, but I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I certainly don't see him like taking any snaps or anything like that to uh, put any kind of pressure on uh, Lawrence or, or anything. So I don't know. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll certainly see what happens in, in camp, but I, I'm not expecting much at all. Everything he just said, um, it's a media-driven thing. He's coming in as a tight end. He's not a quarterback. The guy, you know, for what he's been out of football forever, you know, but he's he's still an athlete. You know, he's been active. That's important. Um, he's got history with Urban Meyer. I didn't know everything about the same neighborhood. That even makes more sense. Hey, Tebow, come try out. Hey, let's do this. I'm not expecting anything by September, if he's not on the team, I would say that's what I expected. He's not going to make it through the camp. Right, right. But why not? Why not? Listen, let this guy come in, get people to come here. Listen, it's the time for the Jags. Like, it is. You know, it, sell some jerseys. It's time for them, for people to start gravitating toward this team. And it's not bad. It's not bad for them. So, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting much. Um, hey, and if, if he looks like he can block a little bit and catch a pass here and there, and if he can beat somebody out, out well, maybe you need a better tight end, but why not? That, and that's all I'm putting into it. The media is going to stir it more and all this other stuff. I'm not buying it. Same thing Brad said. Just let no, no expectations. It, it's slow time of the year. Yeah, sell some jerseys. Why not? What about you, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like the perfect storm, really. The coach. That's the city, the team, the owner who's willing to maybe, you know, I mean, needing of, of some publicity, right? I mean, all the NFL teams lost money last year, probably not, relative to what they normally make, right? So they all kind of want to make that back, those perceived slights against them. Or, anyway, um, so because one thing I've heard is, you know, Tim Tebow's there to, to provide guidance and spiritual leadership almost to the team. It, like, you would show them how to be professionals and stuff like that. And you could easily accomplish that by making him a coach. But at the end of the day, I do admit, a coach won't sell jerseys. The player will. 
So even if he, you know, they, they could make Tebow jerseys right now and even doesn't even if he doesn't make the team. It's also a perfect story, as you both have mentioned, of a depth chart. <laughs> because it's funny, because, it, you know, Tim Tebow, right now, a f- old former baseball player at tight end. They've just drafted Luke Farrell, who is a 29-year-old rookie, former baseball player, to be a tight end. Like, they've got a tight. I see a trend. Yeah. So... <laughs> They're going to start a baseball team. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, that's what Khan wants to invest in. Okay. I'm done with that. Yeah, see? <laughs> oh, yay, baseball. Yeah, more things I like to talk about. Do any of those guys play curling? Okay, uh, we'll uh, sweep past that topic. Yeah, <laughs> what's that? Um, okay, so I understand that the whole marketing thing, and it, to be honest, that's probably the primary motivation, and if that is, then it all makes sense. Chris Manhurts, I think, is the, the top tight end on the depth chart right now. You've got James O'Shaughnessy, who probably is the most experienced at tight end. But because the, the truth is, I looked it up. Tim Tebow, in college and the NFL, has zero receptions. I don't know, probably caught passes in high school. Obviously, you know, throwing football in the backyard, you're going to catch passes. Right? Like That's a thing. But to actually do it in contest competition, I think with the Jets one year, he had a target that he didn't catch. That year he was with the Jets as Sanchez's backup. They kind of used him as like, and the Wildcat a couple times, and actually threw him a pass that again he didn't catch. So zero catching experience. Just because the depth chart's so barren, like there's this possibility that he actually somehow could, but ultimately I, I don't think he he's that worthy of an investment. Maybe even makes the team, but just doesn't even play. He's like the emergency backup for. I don't know, everything, maybe. Uh, I mean, and if Minshew's gone, is there a chance that Tebow becomes the backup quarterback, not to just stir the more drama? No. no. And, and what's the investment? Like, what are they paying him? It's got to be vet minimum, right? I mean, what's the investment right now? I don't even know, and I don't even want to look it up. So, Brad, it's on you. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I know it's just a one-year de- one year deal. I, I don't know. Uh... Yeah, yeah, no, vet minimum. Because uh, here's the thing about Tebow. And and I think one of the things that has come up that I do want to address is that, okay, Tebow's back in the league. Why not Colin Kaepernick? Now, there is a, a difference between the two players. Because as much as we can criticize Tim Tebow, truly, what he's done as as a professional athlete, and you can even count you know college as well, like how much he was dominant at Florida. He, it's one of the most impressive athletic feats ever i mean in a, i think probably the most impressive thing is the broncos winning a playoff game how do you have a quarterback who's completing less than 50 percent of his passes is one of the worst passing quarterbacks that could ever be imaginable like be, he's so athletically gifted that not only was he a first round pick not only did he lead a team to a playoffs he actually won a playoff game in a sport he probably has no business even playing it's mind-boggling insane how good of an athlete he is like just based on those feats then to retire from football to change sports completely yeah he wasn't a great baseball player but he was still a professional baseball player and 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 and, you know, to anyone who watched the Michael Jordan documentary, I kind of used to think, oh, it's baseball. Of course, you know, Michael Jordan could just easily just like anyone can just go to baseball and do it, right? It's, it's nothing, right? But, you know, Jordan kind of mentioned the talk about how, how much he had to put his body through, difficult it was to kind of make that transition from baseball or from basketball to baseball. So I'll give Tebow a ton of credit for him to be able to do that. But at the end of the day, 
him coming in and getting a chance at a position, as, again, as faulty as we think it is, it just is for publicity. The fact is, he is still taking a spot away from someone in training camp. That you know, it's, they don't have unlimited players in training camp. You got nine, I think it's ninety-three. You know, that's that's someone else's spot that you know for tight ends has likely played tight end in college, actually caught passes in college, and it's just this sort of sense of entitlement that he could just kind of walk in because he's neighbors with urban Meyer because he knows these people yes again incredible athlete some tremendous feats but to just kind of think he can just earn this without even really well not even really earned it just be given this spot i think that's the sort of insulting thing and again almost any player that gets signed anywhere from now on from you know from 2017 on Every player that gets kind of, especially kind of noteworthy, uh, oh, what have they done in football? Like, they haven't really accomplished anything, especially, again, former quarterbacks. They're all going to get compared to Colin Kaepernick. Because, again, the truth of the matter is Colin Kaepernick should not have been out of the league, what, now it's been five years? Like, he should he should have been playing these last five years. Because, okay, we, we were talking about Blake Bortles and how Blake Bortles is the best backup quarterback the Packers have ever had. Colin Kaepernick's a better quarterback than Blake Bortles, and certainly a better quarterback than Tim Tebow. Now, people are wondering, okay, why doesn't Colin Kaepernick get a chance? We know why Colin Kaepernick hasn't gotten a chance. Uh, you know, him wanting to stand up for what he truly believed in, being misconstrued that way, and clearly the NFL owners don't like it, and there's a reason they don't like it. That's, that's again, we're, you know, NFL, you're telling on yourself just consistently. And it, again, we know this is from the owners specifically. This isn't even really on Goodell or everything really Goodell can do because ultimately you know that he works for the owners, not the other way around. And certainly the owners have made that known as well. So we know we know this is the NFL owners. This is the, this old boys club. Shadid Khan is one of the, a few minority owners. And yet he's the guy that's kind of, his team is the one perpetuating this. I mean, think about Urban Meyer. He's already made questionable decisions since coming to Jacksonville, uh, you know, coaching-wise, right? Like, I mean, if, if he brought in Tim Tebow as a coach, that would that would be much better and much more well-received than you know, the strength and conditioning coach they brought in. So, again, there's, there's still a lot. I mean, and, you know, Urban Meyer, morality, not really a thing. I'll be honest. Uh, I'll be pretty harsh on him. No, that's fine. He he deserves it. So anyway, all to say, I, I understand all the arguments, but I also understand that like Colin Kaepernick and Tim Tebow are not the same quarterback, right? They're, they're not the same player. Like Colin Kaepernick probably wouldn't be able to play tight end in the NFL, but Colin Kaepernick also doesn't have to change positions to tight end to be in the NFL. So like th- both those things can be true. Uh, I just kind of wanted to express it. That rant actually didn't last as long as I thought it would. <laughs> I thought it was, was going to go on forever, but uh, yeah, someone else could talk now. It was a good rant. It was a good rant. Oh, thanks, Brad. Yeah, I got nothing wrong with that rant, too. You know, and at this point, too, does Kaepernick even want to come back to the NFL? Because obviously the NFL flew that ship, right? Not right or wrong, which it's wrong, right? We're going to agree on it. But what's Colin Kaepernick doing now? Like, it, does the NFL even matter to him? So that's why I don't even link these two guys together. Because that's obviously, like, not a Tebow thing. Because Tebow's not – God. No one's bringing Tebow back to play quarterback, right? That, that's not even the that's not even question there. And like you said, should Kaepernick be in the? Should he have been in the NFL? Yes, he should have been. But at this point, like that, that's the one thing I, I don't agree with. Like when everybody said, "Well, Tebow's back and was a big thing." Like, well, is that Tebow's fault that he's back and he's not trying to play quarterback? Right. So I don't even like to get in on that because that that's not fair to either guy, right? It's not. 
like let's quit like oh well you know all this and bring it in and we all know what we're talking about I, and, and that's what i don't like so that's not Tebow's fault he's coming back he's trying to play tight end he's probably not going to be on a team so i i stay out of that yeah i i think the next time after we get through this summer uh Tebow will be doing his uh his little bit on SEC football come come September. I mean, which, which which he's great at. I mean, he's he he knows the coaches. He knows the game. I mean, he 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 does he does he does a great job. Uh, you know, with the camera on him. And uh, I mean, to to go back to uh, Shad Khan. I mean, I believe he was he was quoted several years ago that he didn't understand why uh, Jacksonville didn't didn't draft Tebow. You know, twelve years ago when. Uh, when there was all that talk, I mean, to, to try and get some revenue in, in, into this town and maybe there wouldn't be all this London talk and having one, you know, two games in London. And thankfully, I guess they're only having one this year. But, you know, just all there's always been a little bit of buzz when it when it comes to Tebow, especially, you know, from his hometown. I mean, he I mean, I guess it was like in between uh, Jacksonville and St. Augustine. But then, of course, he had uh, four years at a. University of Florida, just an hour and a half away. So, I mean, you know, huge, huge following here. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, sell, sell some jerseys. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's uh, that's, all, that's what I can say. And again, seems dedicated athlete. Like, this is, like, you know, off the field, on the field. Like, does everything right. Does everything as he's supposed to. Uh, you know, just can't throw the football that well. That's okay. I can't <laughs> either. I definitely can't. That's for sure. Um, so I, but there, I think the one biggest advantage to having Tim Tebow for the Jaguars now, obviously the money, right? Like, okay, whatever. But they're they're gonna sell out most games this year anyway, right? Like, like yes, the, the extra jerseys they get, they're, yes, they're gonna get boosts in revenue. But ultimately, the fact that football is going to come back this year is going to just generate, and the fact that fans can come back to games and they'll sell out most games with the first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, is probably going to generate a lot more revenue than Tim Tebow. But that's to where my point is, because right now, like even us, everything we're talking about, Tim Tebow, not Trevor Lawrence, the first overall pick quarterback. I mean, to be honest, if if it, you know if Tebow does stick on the team right until the end of training camp, what we're going to happen is. Very likely, Lawrence might get the least amount of publicity for any first round, first overall pick, like in very recent times in terms of just the amount of spotlight on them. Normally, because they would, it, you know, otherwise it would be all on Lawrence, everything about Lawrence, right? But suddenly it's going to be just as much, if not more, towards Tebow. That's going to maybe help Lawrence a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Little tidbit, you know, Jacksonville is the biggest city per, per square mile in the country, right? We all know that. Yes. That is correct. I'm I'm a little dork on like, you know, stuff like that. So, hey, it's a big town. So, yeah, let him fly under the radar because like Joe Burrow going to the Bengals last year. Guess what? Trevor Lawrence is going to be awesome, too. And that's just me saying it from on the outside looking in. This kid's going to be awesome. So Tim Tebow or not, he's going to be good. Brad, I hope you like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah well, I'm definitely excited. I mean, just the other day, I... I had something on Twitter and I put something out on uh, my Facebook and I just got, I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't being negative or anything. I, I just said, I, I just wrote, please don't be Jimmy Clausen. Please don't be Jimmy Clausen. Please don't be Jimmy Clausen. And all these, all these Jaguar fans just like ripped into me. I'm like, they're like, Oh, you're, you're just a casual fan. I'm like, I am not, I am far from a casual fan. I was at the first inaugural game. I mean, but I mean, 
it, it's a possibility. I mean, hopefully not. I mean, hopefully the scouts don't lie. And hopefully, I mean, I mean, hopefully he's, you know, hopefully he's certainly more Andrew Luck than Jimmy Claus. I mean, I, I know they were drafted different. I mean, I got thrown in my face too. I'm like, come on. I'm, I'm just, just, just trying to stir things up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no, they're definitely excited down here. I mean, just the weekend mini camp. I mean, he was all, you know, all over the place. Uh, you know, pictures, uh, he, you know, let, led the news coverage every single week or every single day this weekend. So yeah, they're certainly excited about Trevor here in uh, Jacksonville. As you should. I mean, it's time, right? Like, listen, it is the Andrew Luck kind of aura. Is he going right. to be Andrew Luck? We don't know, but it, that feeling's there. And like this guy, they gravitated to the town. Didn't like his wife, like before even the draft, like, they donated money like, Hey, thanks. We're coming. Like this is where, this is our town. So yep. um, that's cool, man. It, it, it's finally cool to see like, it's an identity with a quarterback, not just like, Hey, your defense was awesome four years ago. It's like, Hey, this is our guy. So it, it'll be fun. Right. Hope so. Hope so. Brad was asking to not be Jimmy Clausen. He wasn't asking for Lords to be Jimmy Clausen. Come on. It's positive, <laughs> right? Don't be Jimmy Clausen. Be Andrew Luck. Yeah, don't be Jimmy Clausen, please. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, but uh, you talked about minicamp, and that is something more news about Urban Meyer. Although, for once, I might actually defend Urban Meyer in this case. Uh, what's happening to me? Uh, but, you know, it came out uh, at that Travis Etienne, the rookie running back that they drafted at the end of the first round, uh, will be, you know, spent all of rookie minicamp as a wide receiver. So who wants to touch on this first? It's just this, this news, this little blurb that Meyer said talking about their first round running back. Let the Jaguar guy go, Brad. Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's certainly been, been all over the place. I mean, not, not just uh, locally, but national media, you know, what, what is going on? You know, why, why is ETN, uh, you know, lining up at wide receiver? Uh, I mean, the, it has, it's been highly publicized that uh, Meyer had his eye on Kadarius Tony. And uh, of course, Tony went uh, 20th to the giants, I believe. And uh, so, but you know, th- there were 18 to 20 people at this mini camp. I mean, you can't, uh, I mean, everybody knows that ETN can take a hand off, especially from Trevor Lawrence. He, he did it for the last three years up at Clipson. Uh, in case you didn't know, they were teammates. So, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of a smoke screen by Meyer. I think he's just doing it to, you know, kind of stir the pot. And, I mean, what what's it going to hurt to, you know, line up a weapon on the outside or in the slot that, you know, that has hands? I mean, ETN definitely proved in college that he, that he can catch the ball. Uh, Kyle and I talked about that on our uh, fantasy pod. You know, I, I think he... He had, uh, you know, roughly about 40, 40 catches, maybe something like that uh, a year. And uh, he, so, I mean, he's dangerous out of the backfield as a receiver, but I mean, why, why not make him more dangerous, you know, but 
I don't think you draft him in the first round to just put him at wide receiver. I mean, I, I think he's going to, he's going to eat into the carries from James Robinson. Uh, he's, uh, you know, as well as uh, Carlos Hyde, but I mean, they're, they're going to find ways and opportunities to get the ball to ETN and to, to make him, you know, a playmaker. And uh, does, does this kind of change things up for Chenault Jr.? Possibly. Uh, maybe, maybe he's not as involved in the backfield as he was uh, his rookie campaign, but you know, so be it. Then, then he's open, you know, underneath. So, I mean, I, I, th- I think it's all just completely blown out of proportion. I mean, we have to wait and see what's going to actually happen in the real uh, camps coming up in uh, some of the preseason games and, and stuff like that. But, but I mean, he, he was drafted 25th for a reason. He It's not just to get the ball two or three times. I mean, th- he's going to get it anywhere from t- 10 to 12 times a game, in my opinion, and uh, they're going to find ways to do it. And, and if they have to line up at, at uh, slot or on the outside to uh, on a fly route, so be it. I think you you touched on a really important point, Brad. Rookie minicamp only rookies are there. Like you could maybe bring in some undrafted guys, but mostly it's the players you drafted it. And the Jaguars did they draft a wide receiver? I, don't, I can't remember. I don't think they did. Yeah, they they got Jalen Camp uh, right, yes. from uh, Georgia Tech. Who actually uh, I didn't know anything about him, but. Uh, watching more of his tape, it, he's a good-looking dude. I'm kind of excited about him, actually. Actually, could he maybe move to tight end? He's just good on that depth chart. Yeah, why not? Why not him, him and Colin Johnson? Yeah, come on, come on, come on down. We'll take anybody. But, but the, the point being, there were really no wide receivers there to actually be catching passes. So, a just in that regard, well, of the pass catchers, of the people here, he's got the he's the best patch catcher. So let's at least get that going. I mean, you figured for Lawrence, especially you want him to throw to somebody. So to, to me, that's a good sign, right? Because I mean, that's what we want from running back, especially that they made the investment in the, in the, the 25th round. And this is strictly speaking, real NFL. You'd absolutely want your running back to catch a ton of passes. I mean, that's, that's great. That's, that's what you want him to get acclimated to. So, but why would it ever be a bad thing that he's only catching passes? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's certainly been blown out of proportion, uh, both locally and nationally. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, just everybody just needs to calm down, relax, be patient. Everything's going to be okay. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, have faith in urban. I mean, but you know, but it's, it's rookie mini camp. Like, like I said, there was 18 to 20, there were two linemen there. It, like they, they had a, a little news thing and it was showed the linemen working and it was two of them like doing their little doing their little drills i'm like what what is this and i mean and, and like like your point there how many receivers were there i mean lawrence had to throw to somebody of course he's going to be on showcase so you know you got to have someone to throw to so yeah i i think it's way blown out of proportion I think we can go back. Uh, I think it was like back in January when I think you even said, Brad, like, Hey, we like James Robinson, but we're going to get another running back high. I, yeah. I remember you saying that, like we were talking about that. I'm like, but this kid's a thousand yard rusher. Like, that's great, but we're going to give him a running mate. What better to bring in a guy that can go in the backfield and then kind of do what Aaron Jones does for us. that can split out and do everything else too. That's a hell of a weapon. So then you still have Chenault and then you brought in Marvin Jones too. So let's not forget, right. There's other options. So this just gives outside of the tight end position right now, which whatever, but there are so many different options that you can move around. That makes your offense like, Hey, what the hell are they going to do? That's what you're looking for. What the hell are they going to do? 
Keep them off balance. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to they're going to have to account for number one where, wherever he goes on the field. So 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. And that's a fun thing to do. Listen, follow him around and then, hey, we're going to run the football like we did last year. And we did damn good at that. And now, right. OK, let, let, we can do. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. And then you're going to get Chenault back, who was injured a little bit last year. And then you get him to do the same things. With ETN, which ETN is probably my favorite name out of all the rookies, by the way, uh, you move those guys around, you can do anything. And for what I think about Urban Meyer, whatever, he's got some toys to play with. And that's what he wanted. And that's exactly what he wanted. Absolutely. You're going to do it. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see. It, all, it almost seems like it was going to be like a lot of fantasy folks at first. That's why it seemed like like a lot of the fantasy community was freaking out. But now realizing like it's that anyone in the NFL community is freaking out over this Etienne thing. And like even from fantasy, again, you want running backs who catch passes. Those that you know a, a, a target is you know there's been a lot of studies shown on it for fantasy purposes. A target's worth usually about two to three times more than a carry in terms of potential fantasy points scored. So if Etienne only gets maybe 120 carries, but has 80, 90 targets. That's a pretty good fantasy workload that you, you'd want. So, so yeah, if, I know, uh, you know, a friend of mine, you know, fantasy league mate, um, someone who actually, uh, he's the guy that took, uh, we talked about in the rookie drafts last week, uh, Chase 102, Etienne 105. I was, just, I was just talking to him again today about this whole Etienne thing, about how people are freaking out, and, and it was the, the same type of thing. Like, he's excited about the fact that Etienne's going to have a chance to catch a ton of passes and, you know, could maybe be the number two target on the team. And that's something maybe we'll, Brad, you and I will talk a lot more in detail about uh, further in the offseason on the fantasy pod. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that might be a little stretch for with number two on the team. But, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, just people just, yeah, definitely, definitely blow stuff out of proportion. And everybody just needs to calm down. Basically the same message we gave to everything, every topic we covered. Just <laughs> relax, everyone. R-E-L. Okay, I'm not going to spell it out. Everyone knows. <laughs> so, okay, so any, uh, did anyone have any final topics they wanted to talk about no i'm good man i think that's a good week and just let's keep plugging forward um hey everybody's zero and zero right now so everybody should be excited for their teams and that's what's fun talking with you brad it's fun talking with other teams and like what they're seeing right now because listen we're all in the same boat absolutely yeah it, it is a good feeling to uh be tied with everybody else and uh yeah i mean that, that's what it's what i told my son the other day and because I mean, I'm trying to trying to get him more interested in the in the Jaguars. I mean, we definitely have been to our fair share of Gator games uh, growing up, but uh, trying trying to get him more involved. Like, I mean, he was very involved in the draft and everything, and he's like, oh, but you know, they only won one game last year. But yeah, but now everybody's got the same record. So, so uh, you know, we we looked at the schedule together and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it, it's it is the off season, but I mean, there's you know, there's plenty of plenty of things to do and plenty plenty of ways to have fun. So yeah, good hint there because next week we will be talking about the the Packers schedule. Now that the the schedule has been released, it just seemed like there was some pressing news topics we really wanted to get out this week. So uh, definitely uh, check out for that next week. Uh, follow us along on Twitter at fpc underscore packers. Uh, Co hosts here. Uh, you can follow him individually. Jesse's at hall underscore j hall twelve twelve. Uh, Brad's at uh, the rundown underscore BH. 
I'm at Senra Says. Uh, Brad, was there anything else you wanted to plug? Uh, no, not necessarily, but uh, if anybody sees the boat out there, just tell them that uh, Duval says hello. <laughs> Duval. I am a little concerned when the lakes freeze over, but uh, we'll deal with that in due time. Uh, but of course, between now and that time that's so far away, uh, continue to check out Full Press Coverage, specifically the Full Press Coverage app. It's available for free on Android and iOS stores. You get access to all the great written content. Uh, recently put out my rookie uh, fantasy football rankings. Okay, Packers show, not, not so much about the, the rookies. Uh, but uh, you know, if that in- does interest you, definitely uh, check that out. It's available on the Full Press Coverage app. Also access to all the podcast and the Full Press Radio Network. So again, the app is available for free, and that's the Full Press Coverage app. Uh, shout out to PA the Second, writer, composer, and performer of the intro and outro music, that, or the song that we use in uh, is our intro and outro music. That song is called Naiyu. So PA the Second can be followed on Twitter at PA underscore II official. So Jesse, any final words? Go back, go. Uh, we know, as we say it all the time, here. On the Full Press Packers Pod. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.